drunk and I was cussing her out on the way to church and <laughs> I was scared to death to go there. Amen? I didn't want to go there doing everything I could to cuss her out to get her to turn around. Thank God she went. Thank God three weeks later she was saved and me too. And thank God I got a sober mama because of it. She never drank another drop because of Jesus Christ. What she needed was a place like that. Amen? Good stuff, baby. It's a real story, real life. It happens here as well all the time. People's lives are being changed here. Amen. So, let's go with the message. Same series, body language, Jesus message through us. Roger, we're ready to rock and roll, buddy. Let's do it. We're going to pop that right there. Look at that map. Okay? Got a big old map there. It's got a lot of different towns around us. Why are we here is the title of my message. Say that with me. Why are we what? Why are we here? Well, I retired, made money, got me a house in Florida. Good for you. Give him the credit. Amen? You better be careful that you come here and just do nothing. I've seen people that want to retire, come here and do nothing, just take ease, eat, drink, be merry. The Bible says, Jesus said, you fool, this night your soul will be required of you. And I've seen it time and time again, guys. The best thing you can do is make this your town. Make it your town and serve the people of this community. Serve them. Get out there. Be involved. And as a believer in Christ... You take Him with you. Amen? And He's going to live through you. And God's going to bless you. And He's going to give you a great life. But come on, why are you here? Why are you here? Why is Fellowship Church here? We don't need another country club. Amen? I don't need another rotary club. Listen, we need something in the middle of Rotunda that stands for Jesus Christ, that loves Jesus Christ. It's non-denominational, but we're conservative. We preach God's Word. That's what a town needs. We need more people doing this. That's great. Good. Let's do it. So why are we here? Go, Raj. As believers in Jesus Christ, what's our purpose? I'm just rolling. Are we here to what? Are we here to scare people? I still find it odd and hard to believe that ministers would say such a thing. Pastors would say the world needs to be scared of us. (sighs) It's not going to work. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's funny. Jesus didn't scare people, but we're his bride. We're the bride of Christ. We're the body of Christ. He won't scary, but we are. That's goofy, isn't it? Yes or no? Say. Come on. So the primary function of the body of Christ is to what? Say it loud. One, two, three. It's to what? One more time. What's our primary function? It's to what? I even hear pastors say sometimes they want to criticize people who are loving I mean, as far as, you know, churches, it's love, love, love. They, say, they think that you can't believe in the holiness of God and living for God if you just love, love, love. <laughs> you know what never fails? Take a wild guess. What never fails? Yeah, love never fails. You know what would be more wise to do? How about we listen to God's Word? And when somebody gets kooky and screwy, we know it. Amen? And we're not going to receive that kind of teaching. Yes or no, amen. The body of Christ, we're called to love. You might say, where's that in the Bible? I actually heard a guy say the other day in a sermon, love, love. You won't find that in the Bible. I'm like, immediately I was like, I was driving on a highway. so wonder I didn't veer off and wreck. Let's read it. I'll read it to you, follow along. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and I don't have love, I'm become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. 
Though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, man, I got it all, that I could remove a mountain. And I don't have love sit with me. I'm what? That's crazy. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, though I even give my own body. Here's my body. Burn my body for Jesus. And I don't have love. It does what? Love suffers long and is kind. Love envies not. Love vaunts not itself. It's not puffed up. Love doesn't behave itself unseemly. Love doesn't seek her own. It's not easily provoked. Love thinks no evil. Wow. Maybe that's why we don't want it. It's hard, ain't it? Love rejoices not in iniquity, but that's fun. But rejoices in the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Say it with me. Love never what? But wait a minute. Whether it be prophecies, they'll fail. Whether they be tongues, they'll cease. Whether they be knowledge, it shall what? For we know in part and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, that which is in part shall be done away with. Paul speaking to us under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I did what? I put away what? World's childish today. The church is childish, excuse me, and the world. For now we see through a glass darkly. But then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as I am known. Read verse 13 with me if you don't mind. And now abides faith, hope, love. These how many? Last part. But the greatest of these is What kind of education do you need to have? This is third grade, first grade, second grade. To understand this is what we're to be about. Yes or no? It's funny. When you start arguing with John 3.16 or 1 Corinthians 13, you screwed up. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Yeah, but it don't mean that. No, it means just what it said. Hush your mouth. Whosoever believes in Him should not what? perish but have everlasting life when you find yourself on the other side of the fence from john 3 16 or on the other side of the fence of first corinthians 13 you know you moved and you over there in la la land do you hear me or not it's funny i had to make the case that the church is not to scare the world this is so easy to make the case isn't it yes or no is this simple? Let's talk about it today. Why don't we do that? What causes, we're talking body language, what causes a local body of believers in Jesus Christ, a church, what causes a church to, not proper func- uh, to function properly and effectively? What causes a church to not function like it should anymore? What is the problem here? So let's back it up. We're in 1 Corinthians 13. But let's just back it up a few verses. We'll go to chapter 12. You know that people put in the chapters and the verse numbers and all that in your Bible. It's not a bad thing. It makes it easy to read, to find something. But don't think that this didn't all just go together here. (laughs) 12 went right into 13. So if we back up 12, let's see what we can find. Not a long way back. Before 13 is 12. 
How hard is that? Okay. That there should be no schism in the body. The series is called Body Language. The language that the church is giving off. The message of Jesus. There should be no schism in the body. But that the members should have the same care one for another. Whether one member suffer, all the members suffer with it. One member be honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are, say it with me, the what? Body of Christ and you are members in particular. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, the gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. And then he says this, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Church is made up of a lot of different things. Have all the gifts of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret. But you know what? Look at verse 30. I mean, he said a lot right there. But look what he says in verse 31. Say verse 31. Now, 31 comes before 1 Corinthians 13.1. Let's say that verse together. But covet, help me, earnestly, the best gifts. Oh, but we're not done. Hang on. He's fixing to go, I got something to show you. Say that last part. And yet I show you a more. And guess what comes after that verse? 13, 1. The love chapter. Yeah, but it don't mean that. What are you smoking? If somebody says something, they're going to tell you this is the big deal, the big thing. That's what they mean. So. Why does not the church function properly? We just saw it. We got, got a hint right there in chapter 12. Why are we giving off a language that's crazy and the, and the world thinks we're nuts? Well, number one, there should be no schism in the body. What does that mean? There should be no schism. Keep pushing me, buddy, because i got to fly. But that members should care and have the same care. So there should be no schisms in the body. Church is full of divisions. There should be care in the church today. Okay? Keep going. Number three. But covet earnestly the best gifts, so covet earnestly the best gifts. And i show you a more excellent way. So we learned something real quick, and we're not going to take all day because we're getting to 1 Corinthians 13. So what did we learn? What causes a church, a local body of believers in Jesus Christ, to not function and perform properly and to function properly in the community and as a body of Christ? We just learned about it. Number one, they're full of divisions. Would you, you, you say it with me. Number one, say it with me. They are what? Full of how many ever came from a church you're just full of fighting? Can I see any hands in the audience? Look at that. It's pathetic. Okay? You might say, do you have that here? We don't have that here. You can leave. Did you hear what I just said or not? I don't want to fight with you. I'm not saying get out. I'm not saying that. You're the one saying that. If fighting matters more and, and running your mouth and showing your tail matters more than this body... <sighs> Well, Lord help you. Y'all hear me or not? We don't want that here. And I'm not living my life with it. I'm going to tell you that right now. It ain't going to fly with Gary. Number two, say that with me. They, the church today lacks what? A genuine what? Compassion for people. What do we say here at Fellowship? We love who? And we love who? One more time. We love and we love. Can we do it one more time? We love and we love. Any questions? Number three. Say it with me. They don't keep the what? 
Let's take a wild guess. At a church of Jesus Christ, who should be our main thing? Bingo. Number four, say that with me. They are what? That is why the church doesn't function. I didn't make this up. It's right there in the Bible. But we're not done. He didn't turn in 13.1 and start going, blah, 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 and telling us how to do it. God still has some problems with us. So we see that. Go, Raj. Thank you. But let's just now keep going. So why are we here? We're here to love, but we throw all this other mess in the way, and that keeps love from working. Oh, and by the way, in your marriage, try those four. You don't, you're just wanting to fuss at home all the time? You don't want to care for one another at home all the time? Okay? You try those four things. Back up those four things one more time. I'm sorry. We'll get there when we get there. Number three, you don't keep the main thing in your marriage the main thing. It's you and the wife or you and the husband. You love each other. This is what we do. We forgive. We're going to stay together. This is what we're doing. This is the main thing. We don't have to have this or that or the other. We got each other. Who gives a hoot? And number four, what was that fourth one? Pop it up. No, no, that number four. You try marriage just content with mediocrity. Not trying to keep working at it. Let's work at it a little bit better. You see issues, problems. You, isn't it funny? And Jesus is the bridegroom and we're the what? We're the bride. See, guys, he's trying to tell us something. The church won't work and your family's not going to work if you have this mess in there. There's a better way if you want to have it. Say there's a better way. There's a what? There's a better way. So let's keep going. Now we're going. Let's go on. We're going, buddy. Yay. We're stuck. I knew I shouldn't. I went back. Here we go. So, three reasons a church. Now, we just went over four things in chapter 12, but there's three things in verses 1, 2, 3 of chapter 13. Let's check those out. Why do we not function properly and effectively in love? Let's look at chapter 13, verse 1. Can you say that big, big thing? Because number one, talk is what? If church is anything, it's a lot of talking. I've made a living at it. Okay? But talk is cheap. Paul said it this way. Verse 1. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels. That's some seriously good talking. And I don't have love. I'm become as a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. The talk in the church, we have religious speak. Well, praise God. Amen. Nothing wrong with that. But guys, the world's looking for somebody to just be honest with us. Tell us the truth. Be real. R-E-A-L. Can you speak a language I understand? That's what we need to do. I could care less what somebody thinks about me being on the ball field with those boys the other night. I wouldn't have traded it for anything. You're a preacher. Why are you out there hanging out with them? Sinners and... Like, sounds like Jesus, don't it, Don? Say I loved it. I loved it. I want to be out there. Amen? And I don't say, boy, you need to know Jesus or you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm quoting Bible verses. To some people, I'd be, well, you're not doing your job. I'm loving them. I'm loving them. I'm loving them. And I got some of them that are walking up to me now, Don, and they're saying things to me. You know, they're just, just sharing things with me. Like a boy started the other night. He ain't been a starter. And he was so proud to be able to start. And I was like the person he was going to tell about it. You know, and I was so, I told him, I'm proud of you. 
You know, and people can do a good job. I put my arm around them. I'm just a little part, but I want to be that guy. You hear me? I want them to know there's this preacher that loves them. You hear me or not? Making sense? And that's just one little thing. Listen, we've got to have love. I'm a, I'm a big talker. I can talk all day. I can argue all day. You want to argue, I can argue with you. We can argue. And I'll be good at it. And you might be a great arguer. Great! What did we accomplish? Jack, squat, nothing. It's crazy. Why don't we spend our time loving one another? Okay? It's good stuff here. What you say with your mouth to men, women, boys, and girls, it matters what? Number one, matters most. Well, I didn't mean what I said. Well, you said it. And the thing is, body language, we're saying it without even talking. Wow. Talk is cheap. Religious speak is cheap. It's not real. It's, it's not caring. It's not going the extra mile. And it's not making the extra effort. That goes back to the previous chapter. Those four points really go back to chapter 12. Religious speak, and when your talk is cheap, it nullifies love. It just kills it out the gate. Number two, say that with me. Why, didn't, why don't we do the job today? Why is the church not communicating well? What, what's up today? Say that with me. Info. I hope when you come here, you think you're smarter than me. That means I'm talking in a way that's a little lower maybe than your brain level. And maybe when you leave here, you'll get something. But I could impress, perhaps. Nah, I couldn't do it. I like keeping cookies on the bottom shelf where you can get to them. You hear me or not? You're having a hard time not understanding this message right now, aren't you? You understand where I'm, you understand what I'm talking about, and that means you're responsible. But if I can talk up here just with the flyer words and this and that, you can go out of here, you know, feeling good about yourself. I want you to go out here knowing what God's word says. If there's an issue, I want you to deal with it. Amen. I want to be better. Yes or no? Info overload. Look at this second verse. Though I have the gift of prophecy, though I understand all mysteries and all that, one smart joker. And though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and I don't have love, I'm what? Info overload. Knowledge and wisdom is to be shared. It's not to be stored up. It's not to be shoved down somebody's throat. I know better than you. And it's also not to be stoical. You come to church so often, why is the church not giving off a language that people can understand? There's no emotion. La, 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 la. I'm going to go hit the golf ball on Sunday. If I go to a church, it does that. I need emotion. You know, when you give away emotions like I do, it's risky. I say things. I get excited. But it's worth the risk being emotional. It's worth the risk trying to lay it all out. When you lay it all out, you'll offend people. You may as well know when you come here, Gary's going to offend you sometime. But please remember, he's a little crazy, but he loves me. Gary loves me. Gary loves us. You hear me? 
You get up here, put your emotions into what I'm doing, talk like I do, and see if you don't tick people off. You see what I'm saying? It's a risk worth taking. I'd rather leave it all on the field. Right, Don? I'd rather leave it all on the field. Right, Coach? Leave it all on the field! Now, when you do that, you might have punched somebody in the mouth. You might get a penalty called. Whoops. But you left it all over the field. Amen? Say. Info overload. Speak to people how? With love. With what? Understanding. With genuineness. And then finally, dead sacrifice. And we got a fly rod. My bad. Though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor. Sacrifice. Though I give my body to be burned. You're talking about sacrifice. People say, well, I gave so-and-so to the church. Paul said, okay, I gave everything. I mean, he's just making an instance here. He's just, he's just supposing, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And I even gave my body to be burned. Did you do that? If I don't have love, zero. It's just pretty plain, isn't it? Dead sacrifice. Say that with me. I love this quote. Giving without love is what? Don't you just think about that. I could give a whole message just on that. Giving without love is cruel and weird. I got to stop. I could say all kinds of stuff and really get in trouble. Sacrifice without sincerity is what? What do we say here? If you can't give cheerfully, what? Because that giving is dead sacrifice. We want our giving to be alive. We want our giving to be blessed of the Lord. You mean you can start at a high school? Yeah, 12 and a half years? Yeah, and build a multi-million dollar building and facility out here debt-free for the glory of God? Absolutely you can because He can take little and make much out of it. Yeah, when you do it with a giving heart. He can do great things. Great things, man. It's awesome. So it does nothing for you of lasting significance, okay? So, and a scripture, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies out. What kind of sacrifice? And that's holy and acceptable unto God, and that's our reasonable Okay, so we found out some reasons we don't love, and that was the bulk of the message, to be honest with you. We're in the love chapter. This other stuff explains itself. What good is it me telling you all this stuff coming if we're screwing it up here? Y'all understand that, yes or no? So we've seen several things that keep us from doing it. Next five minutes, we're going to roll and we're going to build the case. Roger, you ready? The primary function of the body of Christ is to love. That's the primary function. That's the primary function. It's not necessary for you to come and argue with me later. If you think the primary function of the church is something else, you're wrong. Okay? It's just not going to do any good. It's, you're not going to get me to not want to have a body of Christ that loves people. Okay? It's just not happening. So, here's what the body of Christ looks like when it's operating properly and effectively. Y'all ready to build a case? Y'all ready? Let's see if the world and your wife and your husband and your children and whoever, your family, might like what we're putting on to the right side. Y'all ready? Here we go. Let's go. Love suffers long. So we're what? Oh, Lord, help us, please. We are what? I know it's little, but maybe you can see it. Love is kind. This is the body of Christ operating effectively. So we're long-suffering. 
We are kind. By the way, number one quality in a marriage after ten years is not sex, money, good looks. It's kind. And that's from PBS. That's what the world is saying. The world is saying after ten years, after ten years, the thing I love most about my husband or wife is that they're kind to me. Isn't that something? God's trying to give us a clue here. Love envies not. We are happy for other people's what? You can get something new in church. You can get a new car, new house, new job, new this. And some sister will start talking about you. Or a brother. Can't believe they got that. We're just crazy, aren't we? It's not puffed up. So love, we are big on who? What's that mean? You heard Don. He loves the fact that the team went undefeated in the regular season. But he was up here on the stage and he pointed up and he said, God gets the credit. That's what love looks like. Love doesn't take the credit. Understand? So we're big on God. Doth not behave itself unseemly. We are a blessing. Say that with me. Love is a what? Okay, not meaner than a snake, but I love you. Ill as a hornet. We're a blessing to people. Yes, sir, and we're a blessing to who? To the Lord, man. Love seeks not our own. We seek to do what? Please the Lord. This is what a church functioning in love looks like. This won't work. Let me see. Long-suffering, kind, happy for other people's success. is big on God. A blessing to the Lord. Seek to please the Lord. I believe it'll work. I believe it'll work. Yes or no? I believe it'll work. It's not easily provoked. We are controlled by the Holy Spirit. Got it? Yeah, we can give a piece of our mind, but you don't have to. That's the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace, all suffering, gentleness, meekness, faith, temperance, self-control. Thinks no evil. We are what? Positive. We should be positive people. Yes or no? You know the stork is the ugliest bird in Florida. You seen the big old stork? I mean, the stork. He looks sort of like me. A stork. Pretty feathers and everything. Ugly bird. You know what his nickname is? You know what people have called that bird? The preacher bird. Wonder why they call the stork the preacher bird. Because preachers in the world's mind are not physically ugly. They're ugly. Wow. They even name a bird after bad preachers. That's sad, isn't it? Is that sad? It's just sad, man. I don't like storks, but... Rejoice is not an iniquity. We rejoice in good and godly things. That's what love does. And we rejoice in truth. So that's what it says. We rejoice in things that are true. The church is notorious for lying about people, telling lies about people, spreading lies about people. And we wonder, why is our church not growing? Because you're, you're horrible. People ask me, our churches grow. We stayed open during COVID. God blessed us, man. But I didn't get up here harping every week how terrible the government was. Did you know what? As bad as this government is, and it is. 
I am an American. I am free. I'm at church on Sunday morning preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm a blessed man. I would rather you hear love here than me just pitching a fit every week. If I'm going to pitch a fit, I'd rather pitch a fit at you and me so we can be better people. Amen? Why do I need to shoot bullets at them all the time? I want to reach them. I want them. I want to see them saved. Bears all things. We're overcomers. Believes all things. We're believers. We hope all things. We're hopeful people. We endure all things. We're courageous and we never lose heart. What a message that would send to the world. Amen? Look at this list. The body of Christ. Say it with me. Would you say it with me? Start with number one. We are long-suffering. We are kind. We're happy for other successes. We're big on God. We're a blessing to the Lord. We seek to please the Lord. We're controlled by the Holy Spirit. We are positive. We rejoice in good and godly things. We rejoice in truth. We are overcomers. We are believers. We are hopeful. We are courageous. And we never lose heart. You think that might work or not? we got to go. Love never fails. Love never fails. But whether there be prophecies, they'll fail. Whether there be tongues, they'll cease. Whether there be knowledge, it'll vanish away. Divine revelations will cease. Languages will stop. Knowledge shall be done away with. But love will always work. Say that with me. Love will always, it'll always work. We don't know everything, guys. We know in part and we prophesy in part. We know in a partial way right now, a fragmentary and an incomplete way. We utter divine revelations the same way. We think we know what we're talking about. We don't know the half yet. Half has not even been told, the Bible says. We aren't perfect. But then when that which is perfect is come, I believe that's Jesus Christ, the Word of God, the fulfillment of things that have been spoken and said. When all that happens one day, I tell you what, we're going to know a lot more. And this partial mess that we don't know much now will be done away with. So what you know, you should stick with this good stuff. Love. Amen? That which is perfection will come. Then the partial, fragmented, incomplete is going to be done away with one day. We aren't perfect. Paul says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. This is called normal. Now we see through a glass. Man, it's dark. We don't see everything. But then we're going to see one day how. Face to face. Now as I know in part, but then I'm, I'm going to know even as I'm known. So what am I left with? What am I left with? I'm left with doing it the wrong way. Schisms, blah, blah, blah. Talk is cheap. You can be left with all that. Or you can do it the right way. When we see Jesus Christ, guys, we're going to be known as we're known one day. And this is what we're left with right here. Big choice, church. The wrong way or the right way? Here's the, here's the right way. Now by its faith. Hope and love. Paul speaking. Nobody was greater at serving God probably than Paul. Okay? He was a great man of God. He's trying to tell us something. The greatest of these is what? So, should the language we give off be scary to the world or should it be a language of love? Let's thank the Lord for His Word. We're done. We've got to quit. Amen. Let's stand on up.